I bet you never thought you'd hear from us ever again. But here we are. We are back. Guys, it's been a real busy summer. I'll tell you that much. And um, football's back. Yeah, so football we're back. is back. <laughs> exactly. The CPA has been kicking my butt time-wise at least. So it's just been hard to lock down a time to get this done. So, but... We made it. We made we made room just for all of you listeners, all of you eight listeners, or however many people listen to this. You think we have eight? I think there's. Take it. What the app tells me is that there's like twelve to thirteen people that listen every week. Hey. So, I know. Awesome. Shout out! Shout out to most of the league. Shout out to Kent. Shout out. I think I'm not my sure. My mother-in-law who. listened to an episode one time. Yeah, every now and then I'll plug it on Facebook and see if we can get a few extra listens. I remember the first episode, we got like 30-some-odd listens, so... Oh, um, we've just been going downhill from there. Well, I mean, it's a very niche podcast, obviously, with <laughs> our talk about our certain fantasy league, so... But, we need to uh, expand it. We need to talk about golf. We need to talk about... Oh, yeah, I would um, love... Bachelor in Paradise. We need to talk about... <laughs> what else do we do? Welcome to the Bachelor podcast. Um... Man, I'd love to talk about golf. I could talk about golf all day long. I'm not a great well, golfer, but I'm that. a decent golfer. Yeah, exactly. It's football season, baby. We had to we had to get an episode out because we got football next week. Yep, next Thursday, the Bucks and the Cowboys kick us off, and we're ready. Before we get ahead of ourselves, episode seventy-four. Yes, yes. Stick, sticking with tradition. And nobody better to welcome us back but then Corey Cunningham, number 74 for the Patriots. No idea who that guy is, so I don't <laughs> expect anybody to have any uh, any knowledge of him because I surely don't. So, Kyle, I'll pass it to you for your okay. 74. I got uh, Willie Colon. He played for the Steelers from, I think it said 2006-2012. I think he started for a while. He was back up for a while. He was just kind of a staple on the line for a long time. And so, yeah, I'm going to go with him. Not many people, probably no one will really know who he is, but if you were a Steelers fan from those years, you'll definitely know who he was. Um, Yeah, there weren't a lot of notable 74s Ben and I tried to find, and we couldn't really. At least from our teams, and that's usually what we yes. try and do, yes. right? Yes, yes. I mean, um, the jersey numbers being switched up now. With the different options that oh, yeah. have. Maybe we'll we'll get some more notable guys in the future. So Yeah, when uh, we when we come back around, when we start going to single digits again and stuff, there's gonna be some interesting guys now because the numbers changed. I forgot about that. Um yeah, so anyway, thanks everybody for listening. And you might notice if you wherever you listen to this, you'll notice a new logo for our podcast. Um, thanks to our good friend Dave Kennett, my old roommate, our old Dan, roommate, Dan Kennett. Yeah, he was ours. I was there. For yeah, sorry, a little while. It's been so long ago, but yes, Ben and I and Dave, and man, good times. But yes, Dave kind of has a little bit of Photoshop slash. Uh, design skills and so i asked them i did his tax return and in return i asked them to do a logo for us <laughs> worth it 
So, yeah, uh, it's kind of cool. You'll see it's like a football helmet, but you'll see the logo on the helmet is like a route tree, but it's like TR is in the route tree. So for trips, right. So nice. anyway, kind of cool. Check it out. Um, I think you did a good job with it. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, he Dave. He doesn't listen to this. Yeah, he will not listen to this, but okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a little bit better than our than my clip art logo that I threw together when Ben and I came up with this podcast. So, um, okay. Well, I think today what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a season preview, kind of a prediction podcast, division by division. Then we'll give our Super Bowl picks and. Obviously, we'll get into week one, give our five games that we norm- that we normally do, like we've done in past years. Keep track of that all year. Um, and then we'll just do a brief little, like, state of the fantasy league. It won't be too in-depth, but um, we'll just kind of touch on the dynasty league at the end a little bit. Give you a little bit of everything here. That sounds great to me. Let's get into it. Okay. Where do we want to start? Should we? Okay, let's start. Let's start with the AFC because both of our teams are in the AFC, you know. So why don't we start over there? All right. What division you want to go to? Well, let's do our divisions sort of last. So let's do okay. the AFC. Let's do the West. That's the easiest one. Yes. Let's do the AFC West. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Who you got, um, Ben? <laughs> shocker here. I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning this division. Uh, by a lot. I don't think this is going to be very close. Easily the best team. Uh, they'll improve that offensive line, what they had in the Super Bowl. So you think that Patrick Mahomes get a little bit more protection. Tyreek Hill's still there. Travis Kelsey's still there. I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to have a better year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually invested in him fairly often when I can in fantasy because I, I think that'll be a good opportunity for him. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Chiefs, I think will take the AFC West. Um, and I have a hunch that you're going to be the same pick on this one. Yeah, I got to go with Kansas City. I mean, if we look across the division, like the Raiders are so unpredictable that they can, like we saw last year, they played Kansas City tough twice, beat them once, didn't they? Almost Mm -hmm. beat them again. Uh, But you can't really expect the Raiders to (laughs) be up there. I think the Chargers have the most potential in that division like other than the chiefs um just with herbert and you know um i don't know i just think they kind of have a high ceiling potentially uh they showed a lot last year right like they had yeah they were kind of a surprise uh well herbert was right he was kind of a surprise Mm -hmm. um, i guess the production and like the success that we saw from him last year so would you say that you have the chargers as your second place team in this division yeah, definitely. Then I think okay. Vegas, then the Broncos. I just... Oh, really? So well, we're different here. Okay. I, I, I think I had the Broncos second with the Chargers in third and then the Raiders. Just oh. I don't know what to do with the Raiders. So this is interesting just to hear where, where, what you think will happen because obviously the Chiefs are an easy pick, but the rest of the division, I it was, it was kind of tough to pick where I slotted in everybody. Um, but yeah. Well, you know, I've heard... Like, I've heard lots of, I don't know. I guess I'm just, with the Broncos, like, I've heard their defense is going to be real good. Same. Uh, and they have, they do have weapons on offense kind of all over the place, I guess. I just, I just don't think Bridgewater's 
any good, and I don't think Drew Locke's really any good. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a pretty big hindrance when you got bad quarterback play. But, so would you say that the Denver Broncos have the worst quarterback play in the division? Yes. Okay. I think I, I would agree with that. I still think that Derek Carr is – I think maybe it was on Mark's podcast or something. Uh, somebody said that, like, I think Derek Carr, if he, like, was in was on another team that had, like, kind of a solid foundation and, like, solid system would actually be, like, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And I kind of, like, tend to agree that he would, like – He's already seen it as a pretty decent, you know, pretty decent overall QB. But I think if he was at, at a team with more stability, he'd be even better. <laughs> Do you remember um, how good he was back in like 2016? Well, yeah, that that year that, that they year lost that they, what one or two games, and then he got hurt at the last he got at hurt the, end. In the playoff game. Was it a playoff game or was it just the end of the season? I think it was like week 16 or week 15 or something. Like it was right at the end of the year. That's where, yeah, he has never gotten back to that. Mm-hmm. But the Raiders haven't ever gotten back to that kind of play right like they um I, I don't know what to think of the Raiders you, I think you said it there's just kind of all over the place and I don't know how to like they'll, they'll beat the Chiefs in the regular season but then they'll lose to the Jets on like Thursday night football on like a last minute play or whatever and it's yeah or wait did they no they beat the Jets I said that wrong but it's like a tight game with the Jets and then they'll beat the Chiefs it's just like all over the place you know what I mean so, right um okay so we had the Chiefs. We agree on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing that's really going to derail this team is major injuries to those key players that we mentioned earlier. Um, so yeah, and really, as long as as long as Mahomes is in there, this team, like, I don't think this team is going to lose this division. You know, unless something really bad happens to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, it's Man, pretty hard to his see. Throws are wild. Out. Yeah, that's insane. Okay. Do you want to keep going? Anything else you want to yeah. talk about with the AFC West? No, I don't think so. I think I think we kind of know what they are. But, yeah, it's interesting that we have that differing opinion on the Broncos, so we'll see how that goes. Um, so let's go to the AFC South. Okay. This was a two-horse race for me. Hey, kind of a pun here, because I ended up picking the Colts. <laughs> oh, Never wow. Mind. Wow. Yeah. I think – well, uh, who did you pick? I'll, I'll let you – well, I'm going with Tennessee. I yeah. just I just think that like the way Tannehill's played is I mean, I think that'll continue. He's shown kind of two years in a row now that he's he's a good quarterback. Um and I mean Derrick Henry gets a lot of carries, so I'm worried about that guy breaking down a little bit at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh but they got AJ Green, right? No not AJ Green, uh pff, who am I thinking Ooh, yeah. of? Julio Jones. I'm like, for some reason, those guys sometimes were interchangeable in my mind a few years back. Same um, draft class. So you're yeah, on well, exactly. Um, Julio Jones. I knew there was a J in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I just I kind of like what Tennessee Tennessee is upgraded, and I think that they're even better. So I'm going with the Titans, but like, I can see a world where the Colts excel as well. Yeah, I mean, and the reason that I'm going to pick the Colts here. Um, I mean, a lot of it hinges on whether or not Carson Wentz can stay on the field, be available, and uh, be healthy, right? Get that vaccine, so, buddy. <laughs> so <laughs> if if he if he can be there, I like their weapons. I like Pittman. I like Paris Campbell. 
I like um, Jonathan Taylor, Hines, that offensive line. And that defense, that defense is actually really good. I mean, I know like you're a big uh, Darius Leonard guy. And mm-hmm. I just think that um, I think there's an opportunity for, for the Colts. And if I, man, I just checked the strength of schedule. I think the Colts have a, an easier schedule. So when it was, for me, it was kind of a toss up between the Titans and the, and the Colts. And I feel like it's kind of been the Titans division as of late, but I believe there's an opportunity here for, for the Colts to retake that South division. So it all hinges on, like I said, whether or not Carson Wentz can be there. But I think if he can, the defense is pretty good, great offensive line, nice weapons. And I think they've just been missing some adequate quarterback play in recent years. So if they can get that, right. the Colts. But can they get that? I guess that's what it comes down to. So I take a little bit of a risk here on my pick, but I, I do think the Colts could be there. Um, so obviously the rest of the division, I would assume that you have the Colts second. I have the Titans second. We yes. Sort of switch yes. there. Okay. And for the same reasons, I think. Um, I have the Jaguars as the third team, which I would assume that you do as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that is because the Texans are trash. <laughs> <laughs> They're just garbage. This might be, I mean, depending on Watson, I mean, cause that guy, but like, you know, if he, if he can't, if he's not going to play for a while, this is easily the worst team in the league. <laughs> Yeah. They just um, don't have much, man. Absolutely. Texans are the worst team in the league. And uh, I was reading a Sports Illustrated article about um, Super Bowl percent, like the percentage of winning the Super Bowl for each team. Mm-hmm. And it gave everyone's, and obviously like the Chiefs and the Buccaneers are up there with like 15 to 20% range or whatever it is. Uh, there were four teams with 0% chance. Like they didn't even give them like 0.1% chance. Like they're just straight zero. Uh, a- the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. The Texans. The Texans were at the bottom. I, I believe the Jets were also there. Uh, the Lions, the maybe the other one, but yes, I think the Lions were okay. the other one. So those are the four teams with a zero percent chance to win the Super Bowl this year. So if you are <laughs> a fan of the Jets, the Jaguars, the Texans, or the Lions, uh, sorry to burst any bubbles here, but it's yeah. not going to be your year. It's not going to happen. And I'm confident in that. Same yeah. Thing, so. so yeah, I mean, not yeah. Texans are bad. The Jags are going to – it's going to be a growth year for them. New coach, new quarterback, kind of new everything. So, um, Where does Watson end up at the trade deadline? Is he a Texan? Is he a Dolphin? Is he a Stampeder? What is he? Man, I really can't I really can't predict because it's kind of a moral dilemma here. You know, if you're a team that wants him, you're, you obviously want him for his talent. But if any of this stuff is true that he's been accused of, he's not a very good human being. And so it's like, do you I mean, want, yeah, do you, do you want to trade for that and be seen as a team that you know? But at the same time, guys like, you know, guys have gotten second chance. But I mean, this is this is different than, I don't know, man. I feel like this is different than even like the Kareem Hunt situation, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Because there's so many more accusers, and I don't know. It's just it's so hard to say that. I mean, you most likely say he'd be on, he'll be on the Dolphins at some point from what you're hearing, but I just. <laughs> Man, what does that do to Tua's confidence, though, hey? Like, I don't know if he – like, I know a lot of athletes don't pay attention to what's reported in sports mm-hmm. media, but Tua had a really – not a really good preseason, but I think he's had a better preseason. I think he's shown progression in his development and his throwing and everything. And just to hear, like well, – I understand the athlete that Deshaun Watson is, right? But it's like, man, Dolphins, like, 
do you want this kind of person on your team when you have a chance with Tua and he's shown that he's getting better? Like, if I was the GM of the Dolphins, I don't know if I would do that trade. Especially no for that. good Watson was. Uh, especially for the asking price. Like, they want, like, yeah. multiple first, multiple seconds, and probably Tua. You know what I mean? So, like. Well, and that's the thing. Is the, the Miami Dolphins are probably counting Tua as two first-round picks or a first right. and a second or something. So, they're yeah, trying. Yeah, fair enough. But I'm sure the Texans are looking at it as, like, no, that's just one player coming our way. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know if a deal would ever get done. And I don't, again, I don't know if I'd do that trade, but yeah, I really have to wait. Think. and see, I really have to wait and see on Watson. I mean, it's just, I think it's, it's just too hard to say right now what kind of the feeling is around the league. So, <laughs> um, and then the, really the Texans roster is just depleted. I mean, Brandon cooks is there. I like Brandon cooks. Um, we've got Philip Lindsay, we've got David Johnson, we've got David Mark Johnson Ingram. can probably still mix it up a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> and Dave and oh yeah, they had a Rex Burkhead too. Is he still there? Or did they cut him? I can't remember. They might have Either cut way, him, but anyway, they've got a lot of a lot of guys in that running back room. I just yeah, this is the worst team in the NFL. Um, yes. So pretty bad. Anything you want to say about the Jaguars? Trevor Lawrence no. is looking a little bit better in the preseason. Yeah, I was going to say, obviously we're all excited to see Lawrence play, and uh, Travis Etienne got hurt for the year, so that's a little bit of a bummer for them. But Robinson was very effective last year. Um, we'll see if DJ Chart can kind of come back and be something. Yeah. I mean, and Urban Meyer's there as an NFL coach for the first time, so it'll be kind of – I mean, Do you think he's, he's going to work out, like, like gut instinct? Yes, I do, because I think that with Lawrence there and, like, those two guys kind of starting fresh together, and I'm I'm sure they have a little bit of a relationship just from Urban Meyer being kind of in the college media and, you know, like, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think, I think they'll probably get that team on tre- trending upwards for sure this year, so. But they're definitely not a team that's going to do anything this year. Like, no, 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 no. This team still needs to add a few more pieces to to get where they want to go. I mean, the offense yeah. is looking nicer. I like Chark. I like Chenault. I like, well, I mean, the whole team, Tim Tebow thing, didn't really work out. And if you were, if you had the privilege to watch the highlights from his preseason participation where he, I, I want to say he missed the blocks, but I feel like that's not an, adequate way to describe how he performed like he missed the blocks but it was like man he missed on his blocking assignments it was brutal so uh, either way he's not on the team so i mean they tried it out didn't work so yeah apparently he's going on first take to now debate Stephen a smith so that'll be fun to watch for him i'm i'm very glad tim tebow's out of there so um, okay so i think that's the south yeah let's move on different picks from us so let's go to the afc east because uh, i okay. do believe that the afc north is a better division and we'll save that one for the end Fair. um probably the best division in in this conference mm-hmm. afc east kyle don't uh, be shocked here <laughs> i'm picking the patriots <laughs> <laughs> now here's why this might be the time with the most optimism you've had for that team since. I think since I picked them to the win last. last year too. Oh, okay, so, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm just like the delusional. Well, I mean, hey man, Patriots fan. Here's here's what I 
I've just gone over a few of the projected win totals for teams, right? Mm-hmm. A couple different sources. Um, I was looking at one on Bleacher Report, looking at one on ESPN, uh, Sports Illustrated. I mean, the Patriots are within a game, or if not tied, with the Bills for total wins this year, around 11. So, okay. I mean, if, there, if we can get the same win total as the Bills, and you're telling me that we just have to, you know, either beat them twice or or whatever it takes to or get one game on them, I think this team can do it. Um, and it does my heart good to see that some industry experts, I'll say experts with quotations around that, um, feel the same. So obviously the big news around the Patriots is Cam Newton's no longer there. He was released. I was shocked. Because the day before, I had listened to probably about an hour of material on how Cam was the best fit. Um, how week one, they were playing the Miami Dolphins. The majority of the coaching staff in Miami was in New England and would be familiar with a team that was running an offense similar to Tom Brady's through Mac Jones. So not that the running quarterback is any type of unicorn or special <laughs> game plan anymore but right. the cam newton led offense with that coaching staff in miami having to prepare for that would be something that they hadn't seen before out of new england or wouldn't be as familiar with so i thought that was a good point uh cam's shoulder surgery better or he was healing and it was looking better i thought his throwing did look a little bit better wasn't great i'm not making a case for that it just looked better um the experience in, in the offense, having that year on, in the system, knowing the playbook, I thought these were all good cases for him to, to have the job. And then just the overall thing, like looking at Patrick Mahomes, he sat behind Alex Smith for a year, and I thought that was good. And I kind of wanted it to go that way just because I didn't want to rush Mac in. I didn't want to push him in too early and have him struggle. So with that being said, he was released, surprised. I mean, this means we found our guy. And I like all the reports are how Mac has impressed. Um, he's like over 75% completion rates in the, or 70% completion rate in the total preseason. He's thrown for almost 400 yards in the games that he's played. No interceptions. I mean, he looks accurate. He looks, he looks really good. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited by this because hopefully we hit like on that pick and we've got our guy for the, the future. So the Mac Jones, the McCorkle era has begun in new England. And I like the additions on offense. I like the guys coming back on defense, the run game. Apparently it looked like she's Ramondre Stevenson looks great. I think Damian Harris will have a great year. Offensive line is probably top five in the league. I'm taking the Patriots. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was a lot of information. I don't have anybody to talk about with this kind of stuff, so I mean, I'm just throwing it all out here. Hey, man. Hey, hey. No, that's all. That's all good. I. uh, Yeah, I think we found it. We all found it curious that Cam was released. Um, but I think something is there's something to be said about quarterback availability, and Cam's current talent does not outweigh his. Uh, unvaccinated status, if right. that makes sense. And this, and this is something that you and I talked about before we recorded, 
earlier in mm-hmm. the week was Bill came out and said that the whole not being vaccinated was not an issue. But, I mean, if we connect the dots, it kind of is. Because Cam wasn't around because of the miscommunication and the, because when you're not vaccinated, you have to have a daily test. And if you're vaccinated, you have to have a weekly test. And during the time that Cam was gone, one of those tests was missed, I believe, if I remember right. Or it wasn't done correctly. Either way. So he had automatically, those was like, no, you can't come to the facility for four to five days, blah, 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 until you're tested uh, multiple times and it comes back negative. But it's like during that time, Max showed out and took his job. And the Patriots have been in a position where they've had a number one quarterback who they've paid who they've moved on from for a rookie because they know the offense they can run, the production they can get out of them. And I mean, obviously I'm referring to the Brady Bledsoe thing. The Cam Mack thing is kind of a similar scenario. And I'm sure Belichick says, well, I'm not scared of this decision because I've already made this decision before and we've made it work and we've found success that way. So this isn't something that we're scared to do. I did think about why didn't they keep him on the roster as the backup? But again, if Cam's going to be a risk in the quarterback room for whether it's the vaccination, the close contact, shut down that quarterback room pretty quick. I mean, that could be true for anybody, but. um, Yeah. And I think there's lots, I think there's, I think there's lots to be said. Like I've heard a lot this week that like, you know, it was probably like a Cam, Cam was probably like, I don't really want to be a backup. And, the Patriots were probably like, well, we have respect for you, so we'll just, you know, we'll give yeah. you a release so you can try to pursue other opportunities. That's kind of what I think. You know, I think they I think they probably had enough respect for each other that they were willing to – because I think Cam wouldn't – even though he's, he'd probably say the right things, sitting behind somebody might not make him very happy. But I don't really know if he'll go start anywhere else, but at least kind of gives him an opportunity to potentially do that if yeah. someone goes down or whatever. I think you're right on that. I don't think you can keep someone like Cam in the same locker room as Mac Jones, where Mac is the starter and Cam's the backup. Because, like, Cam's like an alpha, right? Like, he's he's the guy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's going to be that way in the locker room. And, I mean, that was part of why I liked him when he came last year, because I think he won over the locker room. The players liked him. And, I mean, I think he was just like one of the most popular players on the team. And it's like if your backup quarterback's the most popular player on the team or the guy that everybody likes on the team, like not that that's a bad thing, but I mean, is that going to get in the way of of Max confidence? And it's like, is if Max is, you know, maybe having a hard week or like a, a, a difficult time and you've got obviously a former MVP sitting on the bench, does that make the decision even like tougher where it's like, oh, like when do we turn to the former MVP? When do we turn to the guy that's worked in our system? Who yeah. is arguably more of a threat with with his uh running ability um but i mean but even mac like mac's different than tom brady we're going to be able to run bootlegs with mac we, we never ran bootlegs with tom and it was like 19 years we never <laughs> right. saw a bootleg out of new england so um so anyway i like it um and i don't mm-hmm. say i don't pick the patriots to disrespect the bills the bills are, have a fantastic team i think mm-hmm. it's just going to be a very close race yeah, fair uh, enough. 
So, um, but I, uh, I figured you picked the Bills. Yeah, I mean, I don't know it's obvious, but I gotta go with the, I gotta go with the Bills. Um, other than Cole Beasley being a little crazy, <laughs> he's gonna shut that team down. Well, I mean, yeah, that guy just needs to. Anyway, that's a story for another day. But that'll you know, be on our other podcast. Yeah, our other podcast, the uh, COVID information podcast. No, uh, man, you know, uh, maybe it's my maybe it's my biases too, but I kind of like the I kind of like the Dolphins even ahead of the Patriots here. Um, yeah, I mean. And I and I say that by like I think those are very like I feel like those two teams might be like very similar in the standings. So I mean it could just be like a coin flip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, I'm not as close to the Patriots as you are as a fan. Yeah. So I haven't really seen any Mac Jones highlights or anything. So I'm just purely going off of you know what I've heard. And I, again, I have some personal bias that goes back for years and you know that. So, you do? <laughs> um, <laughs> Al, it's all starting up again. We got, we're back. I know. Baby. I know. Here we go. Um, I do like the dolphins as well. I, so I have, I have Patriots and again, it's close. Right. And even the dolphins are close. I have the dolphins within a couple of games. Right. So it's, yeah, I have the Patriots, I have the bills, I have the dolphins and then I have the jets, obviously the jets, I like the, what the Jets are doing, but I just have them at the bottom. Dolphins Honestly, obviously have a lot of the, the Patriots coaches there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but go ahead. What were you saying? I was going to say, if any of those three teams won this division, like I wouldn't be terribly surprised. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't be surprised if the Bills did. If the Patriots did, I wouldn't really be shocked. And if the Dolphins did, I even wouldn't be very shocked, you know? What do you, um, what do you think of the run game in Buffalo? Singletary Moss. I know that Allen plays a huge role in the run game too obviously you had him on your fantasy team last year and he was yeah i guess i guess i never thought about that uh i mean i guess if you if they had a weakness that would be it hey like yeah they don't, they don't really have a running back that they can um and it might rely be too, on it might be too early to call with moss obviously he was just a rookie last year um but even like the dolphins i I really thought the Dolphins were going to take a running back. Now they have Miles Gaskin, and everybody's talking about Miles Gaskin. But I mean, I mean, they didn't really invest a lot in him. Let's not forget about my boy Salvin Ahmed either. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's not there's other guys in that room. Um, uh, well, the Bills have Matt. I didn't realize Matt Breida went to the Bills. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. But even even Matt Breida hasn't been the most. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, he's he, how many games does he average a year? Ten. Well, yeah, maybe? he's he's been banged up a lot, and like even when he like even when he was kind of the guy, he was never gonna be the guy for long. Yeah, right? he so. got beat out. So, mm-hmm. um, now here's the issue: I don't I don't see any of these teams really beating the Chiefs. Um, although. Yeah, I can't say that. I believe in the Patriots too much. I'm not going to go there. That's too early for that. <laughs> um, okay. I, do I want to say anything else about the Dolphins? I mean, I like what they have on offense. I, I Two is still a kind of a question mark, although he, like we talked about, he is doing a little bit better with his preseason this year. Um, Waddle, Fuller, Parker. I mean, those are nice guys. 
But I mean, I feel like Will Fuller and Waddle have very similar, like, they both have great speed, but like, I feel like they also have the same kind of injury status. Like, they'll play lights out, but then, you know, they'll have an injury that'll take them out. Um, I mean, the defense there is good. A, a lot of it's going to come down to Tua. I like Brian Flores. He's a good coach. I think he's got like a good culture that he's creating down there in Miami. So, um, anything else you want to say about the Dolphins? They're, they're third place for me. I don't. No. Know yeah. I yeah. I mean, it. I think two is a, still a little bit of a question mark. So, kind of all depends on what he's going to do. Okay, let's go to the New York J E T S. I say J A T S. J E T S. I think you said E. Um, Jets. Yeah. Jets, Jets. So obviously the Jets are going to be trash again, but they. <laughs> Just based on their roster, and they've they've had some injuries crop up, and uh, but I mean a new coach, kind of one of the most sought after coaches of the off season last year, um, Robert Sala, is that how you say his name? I think so. Um, and our boy Zach Wilson. I mean, Man, we we haven't boy. seen. Yeah, we haven't seen him play in a regular season yet, but, I mean, he's getting all the hype right now. So if we go to the recent comments made by Tony Romo comparing Zach Wilson to the same level talent or ability to get to the level of Patrick Mahomes, he said Zach Wilson is that guy. And before we started recording, he commented on how you and I were at this party a long time ago. Yep. We've been on Zach Wilson Island for a long time. And everybody's coming along. Fellow fellow Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints member, you know? Is he? Yes. Oh, I wasn't sure. He is, as far as I know. That's our boy, Kyle. <laughs> Although, his mom's like kind of a, like a anti-masker conspiracy theorist, but we won't talk about that. That's on our other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Masks, masks and conspiracies. Our other podcast trips right after dark. After dark. After COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, um yeah. Uh but I think I think we're both high on Wilson and we love the we love to hear the hype. Obviously you're high on him because you you stole him from me in the draft, so thank you. That was that was a rude awakening, literally, because I took a nap and then I woke up to that happening. So <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but what I like for Zach is that the Jets have done more for Zach than they ever did for Sam Darnold, and I think we've said that before. They yeah. drafted heavily in the offensive line. Here's the thing: the Jets at the number 14 pick took an offensive lineman, which is great. That helps Zach Wilson. That helped your team. Good pick. They could have easily traded out of that pick and someone could have leapfrogged the Patriots to take Mac Jones, but they didn't and nobody did. So thank you, Jets, for Mac Jones. You <laughs> screwed yourselves again. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but like Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, I mean, obviously Crowder was already there. Mims is there. Um, Michael Carter adding Coleman. I mean, this team has just done and brought uh, pieces to, to yeah. help Zach Wilson more than. I mean, who is the best receiver that Sam Darnold ever played with? Robbie Anderson. <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm like, not that Robbie Anderson isn't a good football player. That is the, I mean, that's that's the best. I mean, he played with Le'Veon Bell, but I mean, Le'Veon Bell wasn't Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I think Robbie Anderson's the best player he played with. And Robbie Anderson's a two. He's not a one. Right? He might be a three. So. Yeah. I mean, poor Sam Darnold. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, um, we like where the Jet, what the Jets have done, the direction they're headed. Still number four in this division, though. So I think we're good to move on. Go to yeah, the North. Um, just sorry, just the off note. <laughs> the ben and Brady are doing that huddle buddies keeper thing, and of mm-hmm. course, I, of course, I lost Nick Chubb. That's so that that's that's the guy I wanted. I, maybe I should have franchised him and put Josh Allen in the keeper lottery, but <laughs> <laughs> so I kept Justin Jefferson, Mark Andrews, and Josh Allen. But I was hoping that's not I was bad. hoping yeah, I was hoping that Nick Chubb was going to be one of those guys I kept. But anyway, Wait, did you see who I got? Well, Ben Ben just commented on my comment and told me, but I didn't see I didn't see a comment on anything. I of yours I have one. Let me right let me now. take a look. I had a brutal team in that league, so and I lost Ronald Jones. I am fine with that because I had to keep I franchised Devonte Adams. It was kind of an easy pick, and then I had Hawkinson, Herbert, and Jones. Because I couldn't yeah. keep my other wide receivers because of that rule, which mm-hmm. is fine. I just the other positions sucked. So I mean, I was like, everybody's like naming all these players, and you're like, oh, I got Metcalf and Hopkins, and <laughs> and like, I was like, frick, man, this teams were loaded. I like mine. I'm like Justin Herbert, Ronald Jones. I'm like, man, my team sucks. But after I after I named my my franchise player, I was like, maybe I should have franchised Nick Chubb instead of Josh Allen, but. I think having the QB, I think having the QB one or possibly QB two is is a good time. So, <laughs> all right. Um, well, anyway, sorry. Moving, yeah, let's move to our last let's division. On. Let's go to the AFC North here. Uh, oh, like I yes. said, probably the best division in this. Probably the best division in this conference. Mm-hmm. I will let chance, you baby. First. I want to hear who you. Did you guys win okay. the division last year? You did. Oh yeah, buddy. Oh yeah. I forgot with, about that. With but flying colors. Was. Well, I don't know about flying colors. We went 11 to 0, then finished the season. All right, who'd you pick? I want to know who you picked. This is a tough one for me. I know. The Browns aren't winning this division. First of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right now. Let's let's stop all the Browns hype, okay? K people, <laughs> they are they are the Cleveland mother friggin' Browns. <laughs> I picked the Browns. Oh man, we got we got to squash this hype. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. but you go first. Tell yeah, me who you picked and why. Santa's elf Baker Mayfield back there quarterback, you know. Uh Okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> All day I'm like I'm not picking Steelers. I'm not picking the Steelers, but I'm picking the Steelers. <laughs> I'm <laughs> here. I'm here for that, okay? Listen. I think the Ravens, I think the Ravens will I think the Ravens are the team I worry about the most here. Okay. They're just kind of consistently good, and they consistently play the Steelers well, obviously, even even when they're kind of bad. Um, I think we found out that Lamar Jackson might have been figured out a little bit um, okay. or his passing regressed a little bit from his MVP year. 
they have a really good running game, but obviously the loss of Dobbins is going to hurt. Um, I agree. And unless you know, a, unless a receiver emerges there, they never really have much of a passing game other than Mark Andrews. And Bateman's not there mm-hmm. right now, the rookie that they drafted, and right. I think I believe another wide receiver was on the IR. So uh, Boykin, Boykin was. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously my Browns hate is a little bit, uh, you know, there's. A lot involved there. This this Browns team is very talented, obviously, from top to bottom. They have guys pretty much everywhere. Um, it's just hard for me to believe in the Cleveland Browns, man. Uh, ben Roethlisberger owns them. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. They beat us in the playoffs last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. I don't give a frick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Listen, I okay. Bottom line, and I think the Bengals are up and coming. Burrow's obviously, you know, got something there. Uh, T. Higgins was excellent last year. Jamar Chase has some drop issues, but I'm sure he'll figure it out. Um, I just think this the Steelers team went 11-0 last year. They had a they had a very easy schedule, and and this year they have a very hard one. But early in the season, the Steelers were one of the top scoring teams. They were one of the top defensive teams. Um. And then I really think – maybe this is just me making excuses, but I really think Ben's – like, Jordan always likes to make the joke that, oh, Ben doesn't throw farther than five yards. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, if you watched earlier in the season, like, Ben he was did. doing – Ben was doing great. But I think as the season went on, he got a little fatigued. And having – coming out, come off that injury, I think it just – I think all of the factors just kind of played in to kind of slow him down. Plus, the offensive line really took a huge step back. That's the only question for the Steelers this year, I think, other than Big Ben, which I think is less of a question than everyone else does. Um, yeah. But I think, obviously, offensive line, because we got, a, like, basically a whole new offensive line. Pouncey's gone. DeCastro's gone. Uh, Villanueva's gone. Yeah, it's almost a whole new line, and – it's going to be hard to, you know. But those guys were older. Well, yeah, they have they have a lot of young guys in there now. A um, couple of new guys, like, um, but Najee Harris looks looked like a pretty beastly running back in the preseason when he got chances. Um, and the thing is now is play action is going to be way more of a thing in Pittsburgh. Where yeah, I don't looks, think it was last year. The run game was bad. Big Ben um, hard. I don't have to tell you that. Big Big Ben hardly lined up under center like the last two years. Like he would just be either in like the pistol or like the shotgun. Um, but I think in the preseason he like lined up under center a couple times. I think they're planning. They have a new offensive coordinator, which I'm a little bit stoked about. Um, I don't know, man. I just think like the defense lost some guys, but I also think that like we traded for Schobert and uh, yeah, that Mel- was a great trade. Yeah, Melvin Ingram's there now, and um, we, st- we still have playmakers at every level here um, of the defense. And obviously the receiving core is one of the deepest in the league. I don't know. I just – plus my personal bias, I'm just going to go Steelers. I just think Big Ben – I know every player says this, but he has said that you know he thought he felt good at the start of last year, but he feels even better now. I believe that he's probably – Obviously better. He's in better shape, you know, a couple years removed from that injury. Um, I think just all the factors lead to an effective Ben Roethlisberger. Um, 
But <laughs> having said, let's squash the Browns hype. I mean, I'm a little worried. I'm going to have to eat my words um, later in the season. But I'm going to be on this Browns hate train all year. Anyway, enough about that. But, yeah, I got to pick my boys. All day I wasn't going to, but I'm going to now that we're here. <laughs> hey, well, I'm proud of you. Um, <laughs> I do I do like the Steelers. I like the defense. I think the defense is fantastic. TJ Watt uh, should probably win defensive player of the year at some point in the future here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the last dance for Big Ben, right? Last year. Um, I think the Steelers team could win the division. I'm not picking them. I have them. Fair seven. enough. Fair enough. Um, and it's it's kind of just like you said, just what the Browns are on paper. I, and I don't know if last year's little playoff run was enough of a boost for them to figure things out or to get things in order for this year. There's so much talent on that roster. I just think that... I think they have an easier schedule than the the Steelers and offensive line, the run game with Chubb and Hunt. You and I both think Chubb and Hunt are, that's probably the best one, two punch in the NFL. And uh, yeah, I'm not a huge Baker fan, but I mean, just when you have those kind of weapons, when you've got Landry, you've got Odell, people's Jones apparently is really good. And I mean, Hooper, the tight end is good. And Joku as your backup is great. He's got everything he needs to succeed. And I think Baker is watching like Josh Allen get paid or get these contracts and like guys from his class, right? Josh Allen was in that class. Yeah, he was. And Lamar was. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just looking at it and it's like, okay, like it's time for me to play to get paid. And I think that's, probably going to be some bit of a motivation because he's seen the success from Josh Allen recently, the MVP or that Lamar had. And, I, and he obviously was the number one pick that year. So I know that there's motivation for, for the city to do better, for him to do better. And I think they've got a good defense. They've got the good offense. I think they can do it. So I'm going to pick the Browns. I'm going to believe the hype. I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm going to pick the Steelers second. Um, I'm going to pick the Ravens third, which was really tough for me. But I think with the loss of Dobbins, like you commented, the league may – maybe knowing a little bit more of having more film and, and tape on Lamar Jackson. I mean, I don't want to doubt the guy, um, but I just, man, like Mark Andrews is a great weapon. Marquise mm-hmm. Brown could be a great weapon. But other than that, I mean, it's Sammy Watkins. It's, I don't know, is Willie Sneed still there? I don't know. Um, but. I mean, I think the offensive line isn't as good because they traded Orlando Brown to Kansas City. Uh, and he's, it's a significant piece. I know they've added a couple of pieces since he's gone. but And then, I mean, they lost Judon in the offseason. Um, obviously coming over to the Patriots. I just, yeah, that was, it was a tough pick for me. But I have him third, and obviously I have the Bengals fourth. Um, that's kind of how I, I ranked them. So we'll see what happens with this division. Yeah. And the Ravens, the Ravens could easily win this division, but I, I went with the Browns because I believe the hype is what I'm getting. Yeah, that's at. fair. I mean, like I said, they are very talented. So, I mean, they're a very popular pick, so I do not blame you. Um, let's get over to the NFC. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get going through the NFC here. Let's start with 
you want to go west start. and no wait no let's save the west save, sorry the west let's was save the, the hardest west. division for let's you. start like, with the east was... okay <laughs> okay this is a Who'd trash division did you pick i picked the cowboys yeah i have to go with dallas i just like i had no faith in the in the giants okay hold up though i know that we talk about I know you and I talk about Colin Cowherd and like he's got some hot takes, but I watched this video of his today. He said he'd take Daniel Jones for the next three years over Tua, and I was like, this guy's this guy's opinion is like. Anyway, long story short, I can't trust the Giants. Sorry, Mark. Um, again, you might have a more informed opinion than I do of the Giants, but uh, the Eagles, their their new coach seems like an idiot. <laughs> seems no, i'm just kidding <laughs> is an idiot uh they can't figure out what they want to do at quarterback oh, jalen, I know. the i mean obviously they got to give jalen hurts time to see if he's see if he is anything right um but, i mean Minshew mania well yeah they they don't thing. even seem super sold on that uh and Washington. you know what though i guess hold on washington could be interesting here i went I, I had a hard time between Washington and the Cowboys. Those were my two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have the Giants third here. So, I mean, Fair I don't enough. think they have a 0% chance of winning the Super Bowl. But uh, <laughs> I think the Cowboys offense was really what did it for me. If Dak can be healthy with what he was showing us early last year, Zeke apparently, everything coming out of hard knocks is that he's best shape of his life. He looks great. But, I mean, we're uh, it's supposed to be like that. CeeDee Lamb's going to take that next step. They got Michael Gallup as their third. Amari Cooper is the one. I mean, I mean Dallas could have an awesome offense. And I think the defense, I think they went out and got Parsons. They, Who else did they add? They added somebody else on the – oh, man, did they get Malik Hooker? I know he's uh, not, like, I'm not fantastic, sure. but I think he ended up there, and I actually kind of liked him when he was drafted. Either way, um, I just think Dallas, that offense could be enough to put him over the top. Um, but I do like what Washington is doing. I do like a lot of the players on Washington. Um, but that's kind of why I went with the Cowboys. Yeah, um, I think we agree. Dallas just, I think, is the most talented, especially if Dak is somewhat. I mean, I know he's dealing with, like, he's not. Is he going to play the first game or? I think so. Okay. That's not um, confirmed, but I mean. I guess they kind of have to figure that out. They're playing first, aren't they, on Thursday? Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I mean, I think we agree there. So would you say Cowboys 1, Washington 2, New York 3, Philly 4? Yeah, I mean, Philly and the Giants could, you know, flip-flop there. Okay. But um, I, I think – I don't disagree with any with, with that at all. So. I like I like the addition of Galladay. I like it. like, Barkley's coming back. I mean, and Barkley – Yeah, that's true. Barclay that's is, true. We saw what Adrian Peterson did when he came back from a similar injury, and he tore it up. I think Barkley's the same type of athlete. I think he's a very special player in the NFL. Yeah. But, man, this is it for Daniel Jones, right? Like, if if it's not here this year, I mean, stay with him for another year? Like, I... I know that, and I think I've heard Mark comment on it too, the frustrations that they have with Daniel Jones. I mean, he hasn't looked great in preseason, I don't think that the offensive line and things like that have really 
help them out a ton. But, I mean, you drafted him to be the guy. He was a first-round pick, right? Mm-hmm. Was he a top-ten pick? I think he was. Daniel Jones? Um, I think yeah, he wasn't, was. wasn't he eighth or something? Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm a Giants fan, yeah, I'm not even going to say that. I shouldn't say that in the same sentence. Um, <laughs> but if you are a Giants fan, I, I think this is, this is Daniel Jones' last shot. I wouldn't want to stay with him any longer. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd be looking to move on. So, yeah, we'll see what they do here. Um, but I do think the Giants are better than the Eagles. I'll say that. Fair, fair. Um, let's okay. go to the South. This is an easy one. Is it? It is. Yeah, I think so. I think. Is it, Kyle? <laughs> yes, I. Man, this is the Buccaneers, right? They're gonna win this. Division. Yes, it still it still bothers me how Tom Brady all of a sudden became likable. People love him now, and it's it bothers me very much. Here's actually a fun fact for you: he's always been likable. Everyone has always liked him. You're just I don't agree. Hasn't I don't know, man. <laughs> I guess you know what though. I might have one of the most reasons to hate him. Out of like you know, if you're if you were a Bills, Jets, or Dolphins fan during like the big rain, like you hated them, but like your team was never good enough to beat them anyway. So <laughs> same with Atlanta fans. Well, <laughs> you know, but like being a being a Steelers fan in the AFC when like the Steelers have really been probably the second best, like consistently, you know, the other team in the AFC that everyone would say you know they're really good and have a shot. The Patriots were kind of always the ones that stood in the way. <laughs> Anyways. But yes, hey, it's, he's not my quarterback anymore. So, right. No, I'm just kidding. I still like him. I will not. Well, I mean, I guess I did kind of cheer for him last year. I didn't want it, the Chiefs to repeat. So yeah, <laughs> I was cheering for Tom. It I is the Buccaneers Tom. for sure in this in this I division. Love oh no! Please, please take that back. Um. So yeah, Buccaneers are going to win this division. 100% I mean, of their roster is vaccinated. 100% of the players are back from last year, right? Everybody unless, back. yeah, unless like Jameis's like eye surgery fixes, you know, his interceptions completely. You know, the Saints, the the Saints are the are the next best team here, right? But even then, they lost. Like Michael Thomas isn't going to be back. Oh, he's true, 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 true. He's not even available until week six. That's for like week, he's going to be there. Yep, you're right. For eight. Um, and I mean, it's going to be a step down. You're going from Drew Brees to Taysom Hill and and uh, James Winston. It's it's not going to be the same. It's not going to look the same. Um, yeah, you're right. So yeah, I do have the Saints as the second team though, uh, just because of Sean Payton. The defense is still good there. Yeah, I think James will do something, and I, I think they'll mix in Taysom where they can. Um, uh-huh. And I say that because. The other two teams, being the Panthers and the Falcons, I just don't think are on that level yet. Panthers are interesting. No. I have I have them as my third team. I have the Falcons as the worst team in this division. Yeah, Falcons are the worst team. Um, and with the Panthers, it's just obviously Christian McCaffrey coming back. Sam Darnold, I'm really interested to see what he does. Just having weapons, having a shot, change of scenery. Also, fun happens. fact. Fun fact, Terrace Marshall was the highest rated rookie in preseason from pro football focus, whatever that's worth. Nice. That was so, a guy I actually targeted in our dynasty league draft. And I, yeah, 
I remember talking with Jordan and Jordan kept bringing his name up and obviously Jordan had a lot of picks before me and I just, I had to bite my tongue. I would not say anything because I was like, oh, I really hope Jordan passes on this guy so he falls to me. But he didn't and he picked him and I was sad. So, um, but it all worked out because I got Mac Jones. Um, <laughs> so, Panthers, anything else you want to say about the Panthers? I mean, they got JC Horn in the draft. Somebody to add to the defense. No, but you know, I'm very, I'm pretty excited to see if, if Darnold can actually be something and like, I think I'll be very interested in the Panthers this year. Um, And if, and if he's not, they have PJ Walker. That guy's just like a walking highlight reel. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, The Falcons, we both have them as the worst team in the division. Defense. I, I don't, I think that defense has really had a fall from grace injuries, losing players, Players just not performing. Like, remember, like when Vic Beasley was the man, um, bro. Yeah, there's a there's like a few names was, like that I've been thinking about recently. I'm like, man, Vic Beasley was like a killer, and then he just completely so, fell off the mat. And again, that was years ago, but I don't know there was a time where this like Falcons defense was the net, the up and coming defense, and, and it just seemed to disappear really quick. Um, obviously, they lose Julio. That's a huge loss. The running back room. Terrell Patterson is the is slotted in at the number two spot. Allison got released today, pretty sure. Hmm. And so I mean, it's Mike Davis. But like Mike Davis, he looked good filling in for Christian McCaffrey, but that offense was so focused at the running back in that position. I don't think it could only. It's only going to boost his stats, and I mean, it's just very catered to what he can do. And, I, and I, I'm not doubting Mike Davis. I just think, yeah, I think some people think Mike Davis is going to be something that he, he might not be. I don't know if people are prepared for that. At yeah. least in some fantasy communities. Um, although actually where he's going, some of like the, like the ADP stuff, I actually don't mind taking a shot on him, but we won't mm-hmm. get into that. Um, no Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Kyle Pitts is there. But, I don't know, it'll be interesting to watch a Falcons team that doesn't have Julio Jones as that guy. On that yeah, offense. yeah, it's interesting. So, okay, let's... Okay. We can keep moving here. The let's North? go to AFC North. A- NFC North, my bad. NFC North. Man, oh man. We both have the Lions, right? Yes. Man, <laughs> just kidding. So, <laughs> Packers, we both have the Packers. Yeah, last... I made the mistake last year of saying, I think the Packers are worse than they were, and they're not going to have a great season. And then that that was my worst prediction last year. So I'm not going to make the same mistake again. Aaron Rodgers is still there. He, I think, is still motivated to play, even though, again, that team is so curious that they won't try to give, you know, who many consider possibly the best quarterback ever, which, I mean – I don't whatever you think, I'm just saying, you know, he's he's at that level, but they haven't given him that you know, a, a real good shot. They just they don't really give him those weapons and so it's just curious to me, but um but yeah, I mean it's the Packers. I don't think the Vikings are going to be any are really good at all. Um Kirk Cousins is another one of those uh well, actually his dad is like a pastor and is like a straight up like COVID denier. Oh, um, 
Some, something to that effect. But yes, another, another thing with her cousins, his availability, he's like willing to like put plexiglass up over the in the quarterback room rather than just go to get the vaccine. Anyway, Didn't I won't get on my like, soapbox. I die, but, I die. That's what he says. Yeah, yeah. I won't. I won't get on my soapbox. But like, come on, man. You just you know what you got to do. And I don't know. So I guess they're a little bit worried about his availability at times. But even his talent level. I mean, are we sure he's you know, like, anyway, I think the Vikings, obviously Justin Jefferson is great, and Adam Kellen Mond, bring in Kellen Mond. Yeah, <laughs> Dalvin Cook is still a beast, you know, but, um, anyway. Also, the I Vikings are kind of like the Falcons defense that we were talking about, how, like, I feel like they've had a drop-off. That defense yeah. isn't, like, it used to be, like, so, so good, and, and like, it's taking a step down. So, I mean, yeah, the I Packers, I, I think the offense, are, obviously the Packers are going through their last dance, kind of phase this year and I mean who knows what happens in the offseason. Um but I kinda think this is it for Packers fans. If you're ever gonna win a Super Bowl, it's this next year. So um Dark Horse uh team to uh, get to the Super Bowl from the NFC. Um not Dark Horse. Would be my second pick, I guess I'll say. Um I'm with you with the Vikings. So I have Packers, Vikings, I have Bears and then I have Lions. Um, yeah, I agree. The Bears I think-, I think the Bears are going to turn to Justin Fields. I don't know when, but I think they play the Rams week one, and I don't know if you want to throw them at Aaron Donald week one because I don't know if that's the most effective way to grow the confidence of your quarterback. But Yeah, that's the Sunday night game. Bears at Rams. So, but we're going to see Justin Fields. He's looked really good in the preseason. Again, it is preseason, but um, I mean, I know I was just making the case for Mac Jones with preseason stuff, but that's different. No, it's not. It's the same. So, <laughs> um, but Justin Fields has looked good, and I just know that you know Bears fans are going to get frustrated with Dalton. Like they don't, they don't know him. He hasn't done anything for them. He's not their yeah. Future, so I mean, why why would they want to see him? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, and I mean the Lions. Again, they're they're one of those teams, zero percent chance, they're not even a point one percent chance to win the Super Bowl. It's it's. Straight up zero. So, uh, Jared Goff's going to have a lot to do. I like the outlook for TJ Hawkinson, though, for fantasy. I ended up getting him as a keeper tonight in that league that we were talking about. So Yeah, and apparently Hawkinson really likes Goff. So. Well, I mean, it's either him or David Blau. Well, he was just – he actually was saying, like, he he kind of took a shot at Matt Stafford. So, I don't know. <laughs> There were there was some quote I saw where he said something like, you know, he likes golf for whatever reason. He didn't really mention Stafford, but you could tell it was a little bit of a I'm gonna say this about Matt Stafford. We okay. might see like the best season ever from him this year. I Man, think he's on a real team. With I'm a definitely real hoping for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think enough people are talking about that. Because <laughs> like yeah. he's got a great offense. He's got a great mind you know he's one of these new up-and-coming young gun quarterback uh coaches i just, i think matt savage is gonna have a fantastic year and then it, it's gonna be like well of course you know he went to the rams they have robert woods and cup and i mean the run game not fantastic but i mean i just think the offense is going to be run way better and, and like stafford can make all the throws like even was it aaron Rodgers that was talking about like when everyone was watching the mahomes sidearm no look stuff and like Aaron Rodgers was like, you know, Matt Stafford's been doing that for 
<laughs> right. Years. But right. We just, it's in Detroit. We don't we don't see it. We don't notice it because they're bad. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, that's what I, I was. Just, that's a tangent that we. I no, guess we're talking about that division next. Um. Yeah. We maybe we should. Well. Let's go. Right, yeah. Let's go to that division. Yeah. Let's hop over there. This was in, this was so hard for me to pick this one. I, I I didn't know who I wanted to pick. It's insane, man. Um, I could see any of these teams winning. And yeah, any team could win this for sure. And honestly, when I was looking at like projections and like uh, different things like that for this division, like I saw sources that had a different team for their projections. I saw one with the Cardinals winning. I saw one with the 49ers, one with the Rams, one with the Seahawks. So I'm interested to see who you picked. Um, I think, well, I think the Cardinals, I like what they have, but I still think they're kind of. I I still think they're lagging behind a little bit, so I'm gonna like put them last here. I'm um, the same, but I mean yes. this is the best fourth team in division. In well, yeah, they're yeah. Like I mean, again, we could see them winning it, but um, it's really tough pick between the man. I really like the Niners to bounce back. Yeah, and. Between them and the Rams, I've had a hard time. But, like, for some reason, I'm feeling like, the you know, the Niners went to the Super Bowl, then kind of had an off year where they had some injuries, you know, about this and that. And now I think they'll have a little bit of resurgence here. So I'm going to go with the 49ers, I think. Okay. I uh, I, I picked the 49ers, too. Oh, okay. So, uh, for me, it was actually between, like, I wanted to pick the Rams. And again, everything I just said about Stafford, I, like, I honestly believe that. I just mm-hmm. think, I think it'll be close between the one, the two, and the three seed teams. Like, I think it'll be just because it's a good division. Um, it was I was debating the Seahawks, right? Uh, whether or not I thought the Seahawks would win. So actually, I have I have the Forty ers first. Again, coaching, the recent history, guys coming back from injury, uh, playmakers on offense, all that kind of stuff. And I mean. And if Gar- if here's the thing, Garoppolo got him to a Super Bowl, and Lance obviously has not played well enough for Shanahan to trust him enough to name him the starter, like with Wilson and with obviously Wilson doesn't have much to compete with in New York, <laughs> yes. but with Mac, um, who else is starting? And why, oh, obviously Lawrence, things like that, uh, and who knows, maybe Fields. <sighs> Lance has had some really nice looks. The preseason, some of these throws that he's made, the athleticism, the running ability, like I think they've got something there. He's just it's just raw talent, right? Like it's it needs to be refined. Like the guy hasn't played football since twenty eighteen. So I mean he he just needs to be playing more football. Yeah. Um and so it's tough because Garoppolo not as talented, but runs the system better and can get you further most likely when it comes to wins. Um, and I say that just because, you know, you know, uh, passer rating percentages, complete, uh, completion percentage for the Lance hasn't been great. Some of the balls he throws are a little wobbly. I mean, if you mm-hmm. watch some of these Jalen Hurd highlights, he's trying to reel in these balls and it's like, it's, I don't know, they're wobbling and, Makes him tough to catch. But, I mean, you can fix that. He can fix that over time. And I think he can get there. But, uh, I mean, 
Shanahan's got to go with the guy that's going to get them to the Super Bowl because they've got a team that can probably win now. Um, but yeah, then I had the Seahawks. I had the Rams really tight between the Rams and the Seahawks. I could see either of those teams uh, kind of flip-flopping there. And then, yeah, Cardinals at the end. Yeah. Um, Seahawks, honestly, it's Russell Wilson. Like, he's just a fantastic quarterback. I think you have a guy like that on your roster, he's going to win you games no matter what. He is just the way he is. Yeah, I find like you know the trend with it. Well, last year, I I feel like the last couple of years it's kind of been like 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 Russ has kind of had a hot you know half, and then he had like last year he started the season great, right, and then cooled down a little bit. I mean, he was still really good, but um, you know maybe that's partially due to offensive line struggles or whatever. But um, you know if he can kind of put it all together. Not that he hasn't. I'm just saying, like, I feel like last year was a real, like, tale of two halves sort of thing for him. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, the Seahawks are talented, too. So, it's, yeah, I mean, this division is just crazy. I feel like all the quarterbacks in this division have more to work with on offense and have better defenses or more. Well, the Cardinals have a better defense than the Seahawks, maybe. Maybe not. I just think, again, Russell Wilson, I don't know. He can turn Shaw to gold, you know? Yeah, fair enough. So, um, anything else you want to say about the West? Again, really no. tough to pick. I, th- I think. We both like the 49ers. Yeah. Um, okay, so, do you want to make your Super Bowl pick? Yeah, so, you know, I think I, I think there's an obvious place to go with this. Um I think that's where I went. And, you know, I feel like the NFC is a little more of a toss-up. I think okay. the Buccaneers are good, but I think you have teams like like we just talked about, the Niners, Rams, or Seahawks. You, like, you could see the Packers doing it. Um, in the AFC, I mean, it's the Chiefs, and then the Chiefs are kind of a tier above everyone. But here, this this is my pick, okay? Hear me out. Yeah. I like the 49ers to get back. Okay. For some reason, I just really believe in them again this year. I think if Garoppolo struggles, maybe Lance is the guy, but Garoppolo's been there and done that. I know he hasn't been super effective, but he's... Well, maybe they're running them both, right? Like yeah, a right. Bit on the preseason. Maybe they find some little in-between thing where they can use them both a little bit, which right. would be very frustrating for fantasy, but I mean... <laughs> um, and then in the ASC... I am going to pick the Patriots. The Tennessee Titans are going to the Super Ooh. Bowl. I, oh, no. for some reason, I like them to put it all together this year. Uh, I don't know, man. I just think that'd be kind of a cool, interesting matchup there. And one that I could watch the Super Bowl and kind of be like, you know what? Whoever wins this game, I'm chill with, you know? So, <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to say, give me the Niners. Okay. Um, Maybe a little well, unorthodox like pick, but I, I kind of wanted to go a little off the beaten path and still believable, I think. <laughs> and I wonder if I should do that. Cause I kind of had like another pick I wanted to make. 
Well, um, hey, yeah, give yeah, go ahead and give your normal pick, and then like you know. I mean, it's really hard not to say the Chiefs and the Buccaneers, and I think you feel the same way. It's really hard not to look at these two teams and see like the Buccaneers bring everybody back, same roster. The Chiefs just that tier above everybody else in the NFC. So it's really hard not to like just kind of go with that obvious pick. But I think a lot of people think that way. So let's leave that there. Um, if that were to happen again, I think the Buccaneers would win again, but I'm not, we won't go down that road. We, we can't I mean, have Tom we Brady win an eighth, man. We can't have Antonio Brown win another one, right? We can't. No. Um, what would make you more angry? Tom Brady with eight or Antonio Brown with two? Tom Brady with eight. Okay. Antonio Brown's honestly just a tag along at this point. Okay. You know, I don't oh, really man. think I don't really think Antonio Brown like it's not like if he had won one with the Steelers or something that like you know where he was kind of like the number one guy. He'll have the same as Ben, won't he? Yeah, but so they're do they really mean the same? I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say yes, but I, I know that'll just trigger you. Okay, um, the pick I will make. Um, I will say the Packers from the NFC, the whole last dance thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Aaron Rodgers wants to give uh, Packers fans something for his last year. And let's go with the Bills, man. Okay, yeah, I like that. I want. I, I really want to pick Patriots. I'm not going to do that here. Um, the Bills got to the AFC Championship game last year. So let's have the two teams that, that were the runners-up meet in the Super Bowl this year. Josh Allen is going to be the QB1 for fantasy. We already know that. Um, Bills Mafia is going to be going nuts when they – I'm sorry, they're going to lose to the Packers in this situation. But Ooh. Packers and I Bills think, would be a fun Super Bowl, though. I don't know. I just think, I don't know. That whole last dance thing, I think that's real. Yeah, uh, fair I, enough. I think I think Rodgers is going to want to leave something um, in the history books for, for Packer Before fans. he goes on to host Jeopardy full-time? Or play for the Broncos. Oh, yeah, one. that's it. <laughs> um, okay, so... Cool. Let's go to our week one picks. Man, yeah, this was right. Hey, Picking yeah, football games again. This is great. We're back. We're back. Um, okay. okay. Well, the first game we identified: Steelers at Bills, 11 a.m. Sunday, the 12th. Um, I'll 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 let you pick this one first, Ben. I'm going Bills over Steelers. Okay. And uh, again, Josh Allen QB one, right? Um, yeah. And I had a feeling you were going to pick Steelers, so I also felt like this is an opportunity for me to get a game on you. Unless you and didn't pick the Steelers. I want to pick my boys so badly, but on the road against one of the best teams in the league, week one, in an 11 a.m. slot, I don't know. I <laughs> I'm going to go with Buffalo. I just, I just, I just think it's a tough one for the Steelers, especially you know, with their question marks a little bit at offensive line, maybe it'll take them a game or two to really um, figure out what works. And Kyle, this isn't really, this isn't really a good game to feel things out. <laughs> Kyle, you were trying to convince us all about how the Steelers are winning in this division. And now you're not going to pick them. Well, I think the one. No, division. I'm just but... Oh, okay. Never mind. I just, I just. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Game, it hurts game, me to say, but okay. Sorry. Game, next game. Game, game two Cardinals. Uh, Titans, sorry, I don't have where it's at or the time. I think it's at Titans. Cardinals at Titans at 11 as well. Um, man, you know what? I I know I picked the Titans to go to the Super Bowl, but I kind of like the Cardinals in this one. Uh, it's at the Titans, man. <sighs> Never mind, I'm going Titans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Okay, good, because I went Cardinals. I was hoping okay. we wouldn't have the same. Okay. Sorry. I switched when I realized it's at the Titans. But, I mean, I really do. Even though I picked the Cardinals last night at the division, man, I still have this, this like, kind of feeling about them, too. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, game three we have. What is it? Packers at Saints. This is a Sunday afternoon game. It's not at the Saints because the Saints can't play in their stadium right now. It's so Packers it's at Jacksonville. Jacksonville Saints. Yeah. I'm going with the Packers. Yeah, that's a pretty obvious pick. I think I got to do that too. Yeah, that one Saints. was kind of, of of all the picks. That was probably the easiest one. Um, yeah. Let's go to our upset game. Potential upset. So yeah, Browns at Chiefs. A rematch of the divisional round last year. Um, I mean, the Chiefs are going to win this game, but <laughs> there's a chance. Well, yeah, I mean, we all know, you know, the Browns are improved and people like them better, so I guess they have a chance. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry. I just can't. I just can't bring myself to give them credit, you know. Not yet. So you're you're going Chiefs as well. I mean, yeah, like there's a chance for an upset here, but I am going to pick the Chiefs. <laughs> okay. And our lock of the week is the Buccaneers over the Cowboys. Buccaneers, Buccaneers, Buccaneers. You know, I um, I. I I wrote this one in thinking that Dak might not be playing um, if he does. Well, I don't know. I still don't think it really changes much. Yeah. I, I think the Buccaneers win this game. Maybe, um, maybe there could have been a better lock play here, but I feel like out of all the games, yeah, I don't know. I like I, it. I think it's yeah, good there. I think it works. And we're doing that uh, – We'll make. I have an account with uh, Brady's kind of survival league where you have to make a like a pick, a lock each week for a win. So I think what we'll do is we'll run our picks through my account there, and we'll just we'll see how far we go. We'll see how many weeks we can get in a row. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll put in the the Buccaneers for our week one pick. I like it. Okay. Um. Last little bit here. We won't really stay yeah. too long here. Let's just run over it real quick because we've been here for a while. Going back into our Dynasty Fantasy Football League, this is the kind of our money league. Kind of probably one of, I wouldn't say it's the most competitive, but I mean, has a lot of my focus for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, And really, it's an 18-team league. We got about five teams that are probably solid for the playoffs or contenders, and we probably got three bottom dwellers um so i'll start with the bottom dwellers two of those bottom dwellers are probably you know had some nice picks in the drafts they look pretty good that being dallin's team and Uh jordan's team uh they have some nice young players they've done really well which you know odd man out there's truly belichick's lobos are the worst team in the league um (laughs) I mean, I don't, it's not even up for debate. We just all know that. Um, I am in full rebuild, um, but got a couple pieces I like. Zach Wilson, Mac Jones that I got in a recent draft, hoping that they can be kind of the centerpieces I build around at the quarterback position. I got Judy back from you. Pretty excited about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, 
that is about it. No. Um, I got guys like Elijah Moore. Um, Deami Brown I was really high on. Um, so I got some sleepers like Gerald Everett and took some shots on these some of these backup running backs who could get some work just so that I can be a little bit competitive. I'd love not to end up on Reddit roast me. Uh, so hey man, I really that's think the goal this year. I I really think a sneaky play is Philip Lindsay with Houston, man. Like I think yeah. I think he could end up kind of being the guy that takes over the backfield there this year. Again, um, I'm not winning anything this year, but if I can get <laughs> seventh place, I'll take it. So that's what we're going for. Um, also, Juju, big comeback this year. I hope Look so. It. I hope so. Um, obviously, looking at like Dallas team. Um, Najee Harris, man, jealous. That's good. That's a good football. Yeah, right super jealous. Um, but again, he's got like Herbert. He's got Tua, Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris. Again, young, good players. He's got Godwin, uh, Chark, Devonta Smith. So I mean, like a nice roster. He's got C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson. So oh gosh, I mean, like that. Dallin could be could be competitive. He's got some of these really good young guys. I just feel like some of these other rosters have like the established yeah guy. You can just kind of you know the kind of points you're gonna get. Like he yeah he has CD Lamb, but there's Cooper there, there's Gallup there, there's Zeke. So that's gonna get in the way. Whereas somebody like, I mean like Ben Huber has Hopkins. You know what Hopkins is gonna be. He's the number one guy in that offense, and there's not a lot of guys that are gonna really eat heavily into what he gets. So that's just kind of. Man, Dallin's got Fryermuth too, Frick. Yeah, Dallin has done a good job of rebuilding his team. Um, and as we move down the line, so has Jordan. Obviously, Jordan got uh, bit by the injury bug this last, uh, actually last week or so that he's been hit. Obviously, loses Dobbins. Um, Irv Smith goes down. And who's the other one? Well, he has Deshaun Watson, so that's not great. Yeah, but, that hurts a little bit. But he did get Trevor Lawrence in the draft. So, I mean, there's his easily uh can re- be replaced and then he's there. he's got some real good young like you know he's he's got metcalf t higgins uh pitman came on la- at the end of last year we talked yeah. about zach moss potentially being the Trey guy Sermon. um nice ad for him terrace marshall we talked about yeah you know, he's got that for jordan gallup you know gallup could always be Depending on the wide rotation, their handlers get yeah. Like I think I mean, Najee I like, Harris is my favorite person on Dallas team. I think Terrace Marshall is my favorite person on uh, team. Fair enough. I really like Terrace Marshall. So and Jordan knows that, so he'll never trade him to me. So. <laughs> um, but yeah. So a little I've, bit of injury problems for Jordan early, but I mean he's building a nice roster and he has picks next year, so I mean he's going to be able to add some pieces to this team. It just sucks when he has a guy like Dobbins where it's like you expect him to have this huge role this year. And I'm sure Jordan was really excited about him and for him to get hurt in the preseason, whether or not it was necessary for him to be out there. I mean, I know that's up for debate, but it just sucks. So um, who else do we want to talk about? I guess we should talk about some of these other teams that are a little bit better. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think we have the top. I'll talk about my team a little bit. Cause I think, okay. well, yeah, I think, I like, you know, I guess myself and Mark maybe similar. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm talking about my team tonight. Maybe Mark would disagree, but 
I mean, Josh Allen is just a stud now. Um, going to be hard-pressed to get that guy away from me. Yeah. Um, I mean, Akers going down hurt a lot because I felt like with him I was very deep at running back. I feel like I still am deep at running back, but just, you know, Akers kind of would have made the difference there. Uh, right. But you substituted um, Montgomery for Akers. And, I mean, I would well, yeah. kill for that option, right? Like, I, Yeah, Montgomery, Edwards, Lair, freaking – Cream Hunt can still be valuable, you know. Um, I have, I, I, I have the, I have the Denver backfield. So whoever kind of comes out there, I have, yeah. I have both of those guys. Um, and my receiver death, I just, it's just crazy, man. I there might be some weeks where I'm just at a loss at who to play because, like, Claypool, uh, Brandon Cooks, Jarvis Landry even can be, you know, Devontae Parker yeah. can be a play. These are just bench guys, and then my starters, you, you know, Deontay Johnson, McLaurin, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen. I mean, and what I like what you did was you had, you have Kelsey, you have the best tight end, and now mm-hmm. you have Pitts, the next oh, up and coming yeah. great tight end. So I mean, you could end up playing Pitts in your flex this year. Who knows? Um, I like your team as a team that could make a push this year. When we look back at it, like our first year, like Brady won that first year, and mm-hmm. I think he, I don't know what his power ranking or the consensus thought on his team was, but I mean, he probably had the best team in the league that year. Um, the second year I won, I probably didn't have the best team in the league, but I had some guys that came on. I got, well, I had a good enough team to get into the playoffs and I had some guys come on at the end there that were really good. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that Mark was somewhere in between Brady and what I was. Um, I think he had a better roster than I did when I won, um, but probably not as good as what Brady's was. But still, he had guys come on, and obviously he had the Kamara week that was really helpful. Right. Um, but again, lots of depth and was able to make a push for a championship. Um, I feel like you could be that team this year. Like, solid roster, gets into the playoffs, and then somebody's going to go off. Um, mm-hmm. And you could, you know, even if there was a better roster than you in the playoffs, you could end up beating them, which, um, I mean, unfortunately for Lauren, I feel like he's been on the losing end of that scenario. yeah yeah um um yeah we can next? we can move ahead to um i think mark's team uh i really like what he's built here um obviously if he has any quarterback troubles though he's kind of hooped um who's the jackass that traded him antonio gibson yeah seriously <laughs> but uh i mean i guess tarod taylor's probably the starter in houston but i mean what what you know what is he really gonna do um but i mean he's got some good uh depth at wide receiver um so uh that's the that's the only flaw well only flaw but i mean that's the flaw with mark's roster right quarterback depth yeah and the running back depth i mean he's got some guys on the bench like ronald jones and fournette and most are, you know, but depends on kind of how those backfields shake out. But yeah, so I think I think definitely QB depth and maybe a little bit at the running back position. But uh, I actually kind of like his running back depth. Oh, Just fair enough. Fair enough. Stuff, fair enough. Gaskin. Yeah, I mean he's got Kamara and oh yeah, I, f- I forgot about Gaskin. Never mind. Forget I said anything, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's 
I mean, Burrow's a little like Burrow's coming back from an injury. Obviously, mm-hmm. Tom has proven that nothing can ever happen to him. Um, so the the cliff the cliff has been approaching, but we just never see it. But it's gonna happen, okay? Sometime it's gonna happen. <laughs> I I'm not saying it's gonna happen this year. I'm just saying this guy so can't play until he's 55, can he? Mark Mark can't win next year because. I'll get crapped right. for the Antonio Gibson trade. So, Mark, I'm sorry, you, you can't win. It's just, it's just not allowed. Yeah, it's just not possible. <laughs> so, I mean, for my sanity, I can't trade you Gibson and have you go on to win. I mean, I need to be able to play Zach Wilson. I mean, that was the whole right. point of trading for him. So, right. <laughs> so, Mark, if you could do me a solid and not win, I'd really appreciate it. Um, who else do we want to talk about? Um, then we got kind of the top. I mean, what many would consider probably the top three here. Um, I mean, Ben Huber. He's got some. He's obviously got a studded out team here. Just yeah. Top to bottom. Mahomes, Rogers as quarterback. Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook as running back. Hill, Hopkins, Cup. Fantastic. I mean, Hawkinson, tight end, I mean, probably a top five tight end, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Carson Woods there in his flex, nice. So, and again, but here's the thing. I like Mark's depth more than I like what Huber has. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, Edwards gets a bump with Dalvin's injury, but yeah, other than that, it's a little... Yeah. It's Yeah, it's kind of thin. I mean... I guess I like... Ben Huber's overall roster, like starting roster, more than yeah. Mark's. But I mean, again, it's a long season, so uh, that yeah, for sure, will probably come into play at some point. So we'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, just like that starting lineup is, I like it. Yeah, let's uh, look at Brady's team for a minute. Um, okay. I mean, his quarterbacks are <clears throat> very good. When, and that's the thing is he's got Prescott on his bench. I imagine that he's going to go Dak and Lamar Jackson. Um, again, then he goes to McCaffrey and Zeke as his running backs. Adams, could you imagine if Michael Thomas was here? He's not oh here. yeah, I, that's a that's a little bit of a and man, you know, like Julio's still really good, but you know we got to see what um, if a change of scenery to you know if Tannehill. I know we we just said Tannehill's been really good, but maybe I don't know who knows what Julio's production will be. Um, I mean, I'm willing to bet it'll be good. I'm just saying that, you know, we, yeah. we have to kind of wait and see on that a little bit. But again, like he loses Michael Thomas, he's putting Keenan Allen in there. I mean, that's yeah. a great sub. And he, and he has Cam Sutton and Austin Eckler's balling out. And um, yeah, I mean, oh, and he oh, has he's got Mike. Is Mike Davis on his bench? Mark. He has Marquez Callaway. So. Yeah, the guy that won receiver. Yeah. So I mean, oh, no. he has Johnny Smith. Oh boy, that Watch could be a. Johnny. Now I don't think these are really our power rankings. We talked about maybe bringing on Jordan and having like maybe Jordan do a power rankings for the league. Um, yeah. So I mean, this is just kind of a quick, brief go over, see where we we feel, or just yeah, review, refresh between the two of us, like who has who and exactly, exactly who we like. Um, but let's move to this last team with Lawrence. Yeah, um, I do really like Lawrence's team. team. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray as his quarterbacks. I assume that's who he's going to start. 
I mean, then again, he's got Fitzpatrick, Darnold, and Hurts as his backups. I mean, that's nice depth. Um, Man, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon. Lauren's got Nick a loaded Chubb. starting roster here. I mean, is he even Barkley's on his bench. Miles Sanders is on his bench. I mean, these are all guys that are going to. You get LaVisca Chenault, watch out for that Antonio guy. Antonio Brown, Curtis Samuel. And then again, he's got Kittle, he's got Diggs. Man, Lauren's got a. Again, Lauren has that lineup that can just, at every position, he's going to have an advantage. Yeah. And then he's got the depth to go along with it. So, guys, watch out for Lauren. Huh. Anyway, yeah. So I think we'll I think we'll attempt to get Jordan on early in the season, hopefully, and then we can maybe get a power ranking. We'll get an official power ranking out. Yeah, maybe before we really, you know, before we play too many games, before it really shakes out, because we kind of had mentioned that, but you know, we got life gets busy. So, um. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. Is that is there anything else, Ben? We've been going at this for a while here, so. Yeah, it's good to be back. But. Uh, yeah, this one this one was a little longer than normal, obviously, but we just had a lot to cover, and we wanted to get a lot out to you guys because we're gonna we won't record next week, but we'll be back after week one to recap and then continue weekly like we have done in the past. Um, That'll maybe give us a little bit more time to prepare for uh, if we're doing these power rankings, things like that. We can get some stuff lined up. Yeah, we can try to get something lined up in the works like that. So, okay, well, let's call it. Yeah, let's call it a night. Hopefully, hopefully, this will provide you know some talking points for you guys, some of our hot takes and whatever. Steelers winning the division, Patriots winning the division. You know, we got we got it all. So that's not a hot take. That's a lock. (laughs) That's a lock. Lock it in, baby. All right. Well. I think it's bedtime. Good night, everybody. Peace.